long ago in a distant land, I, Aku, the shape-shifting master of darkness, unleashed an unspeakable evil. But a foolish samurai warrior wielding a magic sword stepped forth to oppose me. Before the final blow was struck, I tore open a portal in time and flung him into the future, where my evil is law. Now the fool seeks to return to the past and undo the future that is Aku. Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the podcast that's the closest thing to time travel you're going to get. Sorry. This is pretty much it, guys. That's it. That's all you get. Kate, have you ever seen a cartoon called... Samurai Jack? No. Surprise, surprise, I have not. Shocking. Remember on one of our earliest ever episodes, a creator, he made Dexter's Lab, and his name was? Gendy Tartakovsky. Gendy Tartakovsky. Yes, I never knew how to say that as a kid. I have no idea if you're saying it right now, but that's the guy. He created Samurai Jack as well. This is the next show he makes for Cartoon Network after Dexter's Lab. Its original run, Samurai Jack, was August 10th, 2001 to September 25th, 2004. They did four seasons and 52 episodes. Here's the premise. So back in feudal Japan, a pre- Prince. Did they have princes in feudal Japan? Sure. Okay. There's a prince with a magical sword that he's supposed to use to fight an ancient shape-shifting demon named Aku. Sometimes you just gotta put on your big boy pants and fight a shape-shifting demon. The demon uses a curse to send the prince into a distant dystopian future. Like so, now? Well, yeah, it's a little further in the future than now, but wow. it doesn't seem too far off. So there's like robots and dystopia. It's, it gets to do everything, you know, that obviously that I assume Jenny Tartakovsky liked, you know. He gets to put it all in, in the blender here. So the show is about this character who becomes nicknamed Jack. We don't know his real name, but once he gets to the future, a character gives him that nickname, and that's what we refer to him as. Okay. So it's about Jack traveling through this weird future, trying to find a way to travel back in time and defeat Aku. He never accomplished this quest in the original run of the show, and for a long time after it ended in 2004, Tartakovsky uh, tried to get a movie made, but it just never happened. And then finally in 2017, 13 years after the end, of the show, Cartoon Network let him make 10 more episodes, and but they put them on Adult Swim. They're like late night grown-up animation block, so they're a bit more violent and intense. It seems pretty neat, and it takes place after a long time gap, so he's aged. It actually looks pretty cool. Huh. I've never seen any of the, the new ones. In fact, I didn't watch a ton of this show when it was airing. You always make fun of me, because anytime there's like a girl main character, I always say as a little boy, I was like, this show's not for me, mm. and you usually roast me about that on this podcast, but here's the flip side of that. This show looks like too intense, too serious. I, I don't think it is. Too I don't, grown up. Uh, not too grown up because the original run was not too. Those were only those 10 new episodes in 2017. But it's almost like too much of a boy's show. <laughs> I was intimidated <laughs> by it or something. I just wanted as a little boy, I wanted my cartoons to be funny. And I knew all the marketing told me this show was not a comedy. It was different than the usual fare. So I kind of avoided it, which is weird as much as I loved everything else that was going on on Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon at this time. So we're going to watch two episodes 
episodes, season one, episode seven, Jack and the Three Blind Archers, and season one, episode 11, Jack and the Scotsman. And you're going to see that the show is beloved because it's sort of a, an action showcase. It is so different from, you know, Dexter's Lab or something like that. In the center of that mistrouded isle lies the treasure of King Osric. Thank you. I beg you, reconsider. There are only three archers, yet they decimated my whole army. You are just one man. Do the math. Why attempt it? That well could get me home. There are other ways to get home. Not for me. <laughs> It looks cool. Isn't it pretty? I like the backgrounds on this. I just like everything about the animation. It looks really cool. Alright, so he's going on all these wacky adventures to try to get back to the past to defeat mm -hmm. this guy. Mm -hmm. Gendy Kotakowski. Weird use of the font papyrus. Oh, Minus the, points. The credits. Right away, what do you think of the pacing of this opening nice sequence? Nice slow. I like it. We're just watching this nice quiet forest scene and maybe some redwoods or something and it's really slow and calm. Also, I'm getting like Matisse vibes from these leaves. This seems very intense. But what am I looking at? Uh, some sort of weird army. They're like maybe robots. We're four minutes in and no one has spoken yet. I kind of like it. Isn't that neat? I guess because they're robots they can be as violent as they want here. Yeah. They're blowing up. They're getting arrows in their faces. I think if I was a parent, I would be like, this is maybe too much. Well, they tricked you with that opening part where yeah. it was so calm. They really did. And now we're watching a nonstop, minutes-long sequence of just arrow so many arrows raining down upon these guys. This is awesome. I'm so upset I didn't watch this more. I didn't have the attention span, I think, for... The four minutes of silence would have just completely defeated you. Right. You would have flipped to a different channel. Little did I know if I had just waited. I mean, we just watched about a thousand robots explode. It was awesome. Something that's disorienting is how silly some of these characters look and then Samurai Jack's just a regular guy. I like Samurai Jack's little outfit. I just like all these brush strokes you can see in the backgrounds. Mm -hmm. What a beautiful show that I did not appreciate at yeah, all it as really, a dumb little boy. It really really looks like a super minimalist like children's book almost. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's all so highly stylized which is so interesting. Mm -hmm. You know? They just did that thing. They, they split the screen in three to show us three different angles of this one arrow yeah. flying. Oh this rules. It's just so sparse and spare, mm -hmm. but because it is so sparse, like everything matters, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're like little mice, little dogs. I guess they're like big mice. They remind me of like an Anubis or something though too, mm. you know? Look like kind of Egyptian. I don't know why Jack has to be naked during this. Yeah, he just, uh, he retreated, took off most of his clothes, except of course his underwear, sat under a waterfall, and now is he going to proceed to blindfold himself and fight while wearing the underwear and not his robe? Is it so he can feel everything on his skin? So this is a very different, like, type of training montage than something we would see in, like, Dragon Ball Z, right? Where, like, uh. in Dragon Ball Z, they have to punch for, like, 900 hours, and they just <laughs> scream the whole time. So in this, he just, like, blindfolded and sat by himself for a hot minute, did and, a little mindfulness, yeah. and he's good to go. That was such a long but great little quiet sequence. More than most shows we watch on here, even though I usually am very forgiving and uh, like most of the stuff we watch, this is almost out of everything we've ever seen. I feel like they are being very respectful of our time that we're, we're, <laughs> we've committed to watch this, you know? Like, mm -hmm. they really are maximizing it. Everything seems to matter. 
and be very beautifully crafted. I understand that this is a very sound-heavy episode, but the sound design is fabulous. Mm -hmm. It's got great calves. So you've got like a monkey's paw thing going on where you can make your wish, but something bad may happen. You call that thing dangling off your hip a sword? Looks like a butter knife. You'll not hurt anyone wielding a piece of tinfoil around. You'd be better off using your slippers for a weapon. This is a sword. And it's bigger than yours. Here's We're in a lush, verdant green world now. Mm-hmm. Another beautiful backdrop. I kind of want his little hat. Again, pretty good sound design. Even so, do you think it made kids uh, fight and slap and kick each other? Absolutely. Probably. What doesn't? Oh, so look, now he's taking like a little rest on this very long bridge. So wait, this bridge is so long, he had to sit and sleep on it? He's got a jawline that could cut glass. So now the overwhelming sound of bagpipes is here. Because there's a man, just a big Scottish man, walking the opposite direction on this rope bridge. Does he have a machine gun leg? He looks like he has a machine gun for a leg. Huh. I'm just glad that the Scottish culture seems to have survived so far into the dystopian future where Aku rules. A lot of guns. So many guns. They seem to have Jack slicing up robots most of the time, but all these creatures have guns aimed at him. Is that a sheriff? An actual pig? confused by some of these alligator robots that some of them are robots and some of them are real alligators it's it's baffling there is a real alligator commanding the robots he's shooting his leg finally honestly the part i was least engaged with was the big fight at the end i enjoyed when they were arguing on the bridge more this was better than I thought it was going to be. Because when I heard Gendy Tartatovsky, I thought of wacky Dexter's lab. <laughs> this was less wacky, I guess. Still had some wacky elements. Yes, but... he can't escape that. Yeah. But mixed with pretty thoughtful storytelling. Mm-hmm. Slow, very slow at times before going crazy into overdrive. I liked the animation a lot. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was very um, well done mm-hmm. and very different from some mm-hmm. other things that I've seen. Very striking. Yeah, this was uh, this was interesting. It was fun. Yeah. Are you ready to watch all of it? No. All 50 episodes now? Including the ones? Okay. No, thanks. That's all right. I definitely want to. This has made me, I've been meaning for years to try this again since I didn't really dig it as a kid. Thumbs up for me. It makes me want to watch it all and I probably will at some point when you're not around. Yeah, like when I'm sleeping. All right, Kate, thanks for watching Samurai Jack. We've just about covered all the Cartoon Network we possibly can, minus Adult Swim. We'll have to do some Adult Swim soon because uh, we pretty much, I think we've done all the Cartoon Cartoon shows now. Sad, it's the end of an era. Uh, but thank you for watching. This is obviously very different from all the rest. It's kind of the reason I saved it until after we covered all the comedies. Tell us what else we can watch that you are nostalgic about out there, uh, listeners. You can send us a voice message. There's a link in this episode's description to do that. Email us, nostalgia.awl.com. Send us messages on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at nostalgia. Or just go to www.nostalgia.org for links to all our episodes, all of our ways to contact us and social media presence and whatnot. Remember to uh, subscribe if you're not already and please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can do it. From the creator of Dexter's Laboratory comes an epic new saga.
Prepare yourself for Samurai Jack. Coming summer 2001, only on Cartoon Network.